and thank you so much for joining us here at Elevate with CNM Coaching. My name is Maggie, and I have a topic today that I would like to discuss, which I feel like is something that I get asked a lot, especially when I'm working with a new client or a potential new client, and they see our scripts for the first time. A lot of times, they have questions about how do I answer my customers' questions, and How do I use your process if I'm a very transparent dealership? Which I think is a great question because our processes at first might look to you like we don't want you to answer those questions, but that's not entirely true. So today we are going to talk about how do I answer customers' questions and when do I answer customers' questions so that I can make sure my phone calls are as effective as possible. So let's take some common examples of questions that we typically hear at the beginning of a conversation because most of the time after you have your full and complete greeting and you answer the phone, your customer is going to start in with the reason that they've called and it's usually because they have a question about something. You know, is the vehicle available? How much do I have to put down? What are the monthly payments gonna look like? Does it have a clean Carfax? All of these questions are great questions for sure. However, one of the things that you have to keep in mind is that if you answer the customer's questions too soon, you lose all of your leverage for needing their contact information. And the reason that this is so important is because if they do have a question that you can't answer, you're going to have to call them back. And if you don't have appropriate contact information to do so, it's going to make it really challenging to do that. Or you're going to be taking it from the caller ID, which I never encourage people to do because that is technically taking their information without their permission. In addition, it's very difficult to build rapport if you don't have the customer's name. And having their phone number is important, not only because you absolutely could get disconnected, which by the way, is a topic for another podcast, but don't use that as an excuse to need their contact information because everybody has redial. But you want to make sure that you have their contact information so that you can reach back out to them, follow up with them, provide new information for your customers because we always want to follow up with new information for them and have a good reason to actually be contacting them. So as I was saying, not only do you want their contact information for follow up, but you also want to be able to stay in constant communication with your customer especially if you were unsuccessful at getting them to take an appointment this round or if there's information they absolutely feel like they need to have, what I would do is I would set a tentative appointment with that customer and then I would tell them, you know what, Uh, let's go ahead and schedule this appointment now. I'll gather that information and I'll get back to you with it. That's what I would do in those situations. So you've got to have their contact information. Number one, first and foremost, that's what you're trying to accomplish within the first minute of the call or maybe even two minutes depending on your word track or your process that you're trying to follow. I would always build value before going for contact info. You don't want your customer to feel like that's all you care about. So make sure that you're value building and report building and that your customer meets your basic minimum requirements before you're just like, give me your contact info. But you also want to make sure that when you get to these questions that you're acknowledging them. You never want someone to feel like you're dodging their question. So let's say the call starts off with, hey, could you tell me what your down payment might be on this Chevy Malibu that I see on your website? And I would say, you know what? That is a great question. I'd be happy to talk to you about that Chevy Malibu. Do you happen to have a stock number? 
Make sure you know what vehicle the customer's talking about, or if you already know because you don't have a ton of inventory right now, which is another challenge. You know, you can jump right into your complimenting of the vehicle and you're creating your urgency and then asking those basic qualifying questions to make sure you have the right vehicle for the customer. Or if you're an independent buy here, pay here dealership or a subprime lender, making sure the customer meets your requirements for financing. After that, we go for contact info. Now, let's say that you get all that done and the customer's like, but wait, you still haven't told me what the down payment might be. I would say, oh yes, absolutely. Now, if you were coming in today, right now, how much would you be bringing with you for a down payment? Always ask the question first. Why would we just tell the customer all of the answers before knowing what they're thinking or knowing what their budget is? You don't want to demotivate somebody by telling them they need $2,500 if they've only saved up a 1000 You also don't know their situation. They might be able to come up with more money. But if you immediately discredit the amount of money that they have by quoting them prior to asking them what they actually have cash in hand, you are going to make the customer feel as though they have no shot at getting approved for a vehicle. And that's the opposite of the reason why we pick up the phone. You don't want them to feel like we can't help. Of course we want to try to help them. That's what we're here for. So you're better off saying, that's a great question. Now, if you were coming in today, how much cash do you have? And then after your customer answers, say, well, here's what I can tell you. Down payments are going to vary on a few things. First, it's going to depend on your budget and the type of vehicle that we can get you into. It's going to depend on how much cash that you actually have on hand. And lastly, what type of vehicle you need to fit your lifestyle. So the best thing for you to do is to come into the store. We'll do an application for you and we'll find you a vehicle that matches your down payment needs and we'll do everything we can to help you out. Because that's what we're here for, right? To help the customer. Now, say your customer comes back at you and says to you, that's great, but that doesn't really answer my question. How much cash do I actually need to bring with me? At that point, as long as it's okay with whoever's in charge at your dealership, I would absolutely give them a number. You could say something like, well, our down payments do start at $1,000. You mentioned you have $1,200, so that's plenty to work with. So why don't we start by having you come on in and we'll see what we can do to help you out. Now, down payments do vary depending on the type of vehicle you need. And as I said before, your budget. But we won't know for certain until you come on in. Now, I've got time today or tomorrow, which works best for you. And offer them an appointment right away. So let's use another example. Do you still have this vehicle available? Now, in this scenario, what I'm going to do is I'm always going to acknowledge the customer's question. I'm going to obtain contact info. And if I'm a new car store, I'm definitely going to ask them if they're open to any alternate vehicles prior to telling them whether or not I have this vehicle available. If I'm a subprime lender and I know I don't have this vehicle, it's not necessarily as important because we're going to try to match the customer up with a vehicle that they can afford. But if you are a new car or a pre-owned car store where your customers aren't necessarily challenged credit, then you absolutely want to ask about plan B, especially since the statistics pre-pandemic, pre-inventory shortage, were that over 80% of customers will purchase something other than what they've initially inquired on, which means you always want to have a backup plan for the customer. And we need to do this prior to discussing that inventory's availability. Either way, I'm 100% honest with the customer whether I have the car or whether I don't, but I'm always going to have contact information first. And here's what I like you to think about when it comes to this topic is if this vehicle is sold, does that change your customer's need? 
Does that mean that they don't need to buy a car anymore? Of course it doesn't. It just means they're going to go buy from somewhere else. So you want to be the somewhere else. And I know I've said that in previous podcasts, but the reason I bring it up is because it's such an important thing to remember that they're still going to need to buy a car. And if it's not from you, it's going to be from someone else. So be someone else. So when it comes to inventory, yes, I answer the question, but I'm always going to wait until after I have contact info. And again, if I'm a new car store, I'm going to make sure I know if they're open to alternate vehicles. Just a few final points that I want to talk about. Now, what if the customer asks, how much are your monthly payments going to range? And this one is a little bit tricky. And I actually will use pretty much anything dollar amount or number related. I use this technique for. You can use the same thing for mileage. And again, I'm 100% fine with being transparent. However, the first thing that you should be doing is asking the customer what their goals are. If they want to know what your monthly payment ranges are, what are your goals? What payment range are you trying to stay within? If it's a mileage question or even price, what mileage range, what price range are you trying to stay within so that you can make sure that you know exactly what they're looking for? And not only is that good for you to help them find the perfect vehicle, but it also helps boost the customer's confidence in you and in your ability to find them that next perfect car. So ask them, how much were you hoping to keep your payments around? And after the customer answers, you can say, well, monthly payment ranges are going to vary. It's going to depend on how much you put down, how much we can approve you for, and the type of vehicle that you need to fit your life. Then we'll be able to work you into a monthly payment that's going to fit within your budget. Because all of this is about making sure that we're not overextending the customer financially. If it's a situation where they want to know what the mileage or the price is, ask them, what price range are you hoping to stay within? And then after they answer, you can say, we have a wide variety of vehicles available. We have cars, vans, SUVs. If you carry trucks, throw that in there. I'm confident we'll find something for you. Why don't you come on in, see what we can do to help you out. And if that doesn't work, as long as it's okay with your supervisor, then come back and say, you know what? Our down payments started this. Our monthly payments started this. Our mileage on this vehicle is blank. The price on this vehicle is blank. But always try to figure out what they're looking for first and then encourage them to come in knowing that we have alternate vehicles or vehicles that fit within their budget or vehicles that match their down payment or mileage or price range. Whatever the question might be, it all starts with your customer coming into the store. And when you take into consideration how expensive advertising is, and remember that each phone call is an opportunity to sell someone something and to help somebody, then you should be be successful at using these techniques as long as your heart is in the right place. And maintain that strong desire to actually help the customer and you'll be just fine. Just keep in mind that we want to get to give. So we want to get their information before we give them information. Good luck with these tips and techniques. Thank you so much for joining us here at Elevate with CNM Coaching. We will be back on Friday this week with our call of the week. Everyone have a super happy Thanksgiving. Have a great day. Thank you.